Welcome to a new episode of Pitchcast. I'm Joseph. I'm Evan. And I'm Jack. We are now a little over one month into the 2022 MLB season, and it's already been full of surprises and crazy moments. Today, we will break down the top stories of the 2022 season thus far. Let's start off with the Battle of New York. The Yankees' big three of Anthony Rizzo, Giancarlo Stanton, and Aaron Judge are off to a hot start, combining for 24 homers and 60 RBIs, far leading the team to a 20-8 record. The pitching has also been great with four of their starting pitchers having an ERA below three. Nestor Cortez has been the most impressive of the bunch with a 1.41 ERA and took a no-hitter into the eighth inning on Monday. The Mets, on the other hand, are 20-10 and 10, and their top three players have not combined for as many homers but have more RBIs with 64. Their starting pitching has also been great as four of their starting pitchers also have an ERA below three. And that's without Jacob DeGrom. Who do you guys think will end up being the better New York team? Uh, personally, I think the Mets will end up being the better team in New York. Uh, I feel like they have far more depth than the Yankees or so yeah, than the Yankees do. And the pitching staff is so, so good with the Mets. You obviously have the, t- the two-headed monster, followed by some uh, really good depth pieces that they have there. And I just think their lineup is far better, too. Uh, Yankees, they have some good names, but I feel like a lot of them are toward the end of their career. They're getting older. But I do do think that the Yankees will still make the playoffs. I just don't think that they'll be as good as the Mets. Yeah, I mean, I think the Yan- or the Mets will do better than the Yankees because of that pitching staff. The Yankees do have a good pitching staff with Nestor and all their pitchers. But even without the Grom, the, the Mets still have Scherzer as their ace. So once you combine those two in the postseason, you could, if it's a game seven and you have Scherzer and DeGrom ready, you could start DeGrom or you could start Scherzer. And then you could put in the other starter halfway through the game and just completely shut them out. Meanwhile, in the NL West, all five teams are within 4.5 games of each other. The Dodgers are off to a great start at 19 and eight with their all-star roster. They aren't hitting a lot of homers, but they sure are getting on base, as five of their players have an on-base percentage of 300. Their four-man pitching rotation has been dominant, with all four of them having an ERA of 2.10 or less. The Padres have also been hot despite Fernando Tatis being on the IR. Manny Machado looks like an MVP caliber player right now, with seven homers, 21 RBIs, and an outstanding 1.082 OPS. The pitching has not been dominant, but they are still getting the job done without Blake Snell. The Giants keep on doing their thing with not one player having an outstanding season, but they still get the job done. The pitching has been a little shaky except for Carlos Rodon, who is yet again a Cy Young candidate. Right now he leads the league in strikeouts with 58 and has an ERA of 1.8. The Rockies have been one of the surprise teams, led by CJ Cron, who has 9 homers and 24 RBIs, with a batting average of .3. The pitching has not been dominant, but the numbers are decent considering they play at Coors Field. How do you think the NL West will play out? Yeah, I still think the Dodgers are definitely easily going to win. Well, not easily, but they're definitely going to win the division. They're by far the best team in baseball. That lineup is way too stacked. Pitching is amazing. And then I think the Giants will finish in second. Uh, I mean, obviously they have some sort of bias a little bit, but I just think that with how good they have been so far, considering a lot of the injuries that they've had, eventually they'll get healthy. Eventually they'll get back to the same form that they were last year. And then the Padres, I still have them finishing third. 
they'll get Tatis back eventually, which will help them a lot. And I think some acquisitions at the trade deadline can get them into the postseason and possibly make them contenders. And then the Rockies and Diamondbacks, I think that they'll slow down eventually. They're, both teams are not that good on paper, and I think eventually that the season will wear down on them. Yeah, I mean, I think that the Dodgers are way ahead from pitching staff to players. All around, they have a very good lineup, and they have a very good pitching staff. So I'm not really worried about them dropping off towards the postseason. Uh, the Giants, I don't think that they're going to do that good. But I'm kind of biased as an A's fan, even though we aren't doing too good. The Rockies, I think it's just start of the season. They're doing good. I mean, they do still have well over 100 games. And Coors Field is really going to start to take its toll probably halfway through the season when it's the hottest. So I don't think that they have the people or the lineup or the pitching staff to even get to the postseason. They might make it to the wild card, but I don't think there's a very high chance of it. Another crazy division race is the Astros and Angels. The Astros have been getting production from everyone as they have five players with 10 or more RBIs and five with four or more, home, four or more homers. Verlander has found his old form as he has a 1.93 ERA and an outstanding 0.7 whip. The Angels have also gotten production from a lot of players, but the two MVPs, Mike Trout and Shohei Otani, are once again showing they deserve MVP. The pitching for Shohei has not been as good as last season, but their offensive firepower is enough to keep them in the race. Who do you think will win the AL West? Yeah, I think the Astros are going to win the AL West. Uh, I think that the Angels relied too much on the firepower of Mike Trout and Shohei Otani, and obviously they won't be able to keep it up the whole entire season. Sure, they will have really great numbers at the end of the season, but I think they will slow down a little bit. and. The pitching staff is not that great for the Angels. I think that will definitely hurt them as well. Uh, you can't always rely on the offense to do all the work. And the Astros, they're a really, really solid team. I, I think I underestimated them at the beginning of the season. And despite losing Correa, they're still a very, very, very good team. Yeah, I mean, in my opinion, I think the Angels are going to do good just up until the postseason because that's when they're only going to be able to start Otani in one of five games. Trout and Rendon and Marsh, they're not going to be able to be able to carry the whole team. And then their pitching staff, all they realistically have is Otani, and I feel like he's kind of going to be like a Kenley Jansen, where he's really good throughout the regular season, and once he hits the postseason, he's going to hit a roadblock. So I think that the Astros are going to do much better than the Angels in the postseason if they make it that far. I wouldn't kind of disregarded the Astros because of the cheating scandal, but then the year after, even when they were being cracked down on, they had surveillance watching them like 24-7. They still made the postseason, almost made the World Series. So it just shows, yes, it did help them to be able to have other people's signs, but they still were able to hit amazingly. Our last topic is the Cincinnati Reds. Through 25 games, they had the worst record in MLB history with a record of 3-22. and 22. Their offense has not been great as they have nobody hitting over 300. The pitching has been horrendous with each of their starters having an ERA over 5. Do you think we will witness the worst season in MLB history? Uh, well, since their really bad start, they've been starting to win some games, so I feel like seeing the worst season ever will not happen. But... I don't even know how 
how to explain exactly what happened to the team. Like their offense was very, very good last year. Um, sure, they lost Nick Castellanos, which is very huge, but I don't think they lost that many players for the offense to go down that much. And then the pitching staff, the pitching staff was never that great. But to just see that high of an ERA is absolutely insane. Uh, I obviously it'll go down eventually. Eventually, they'll coaches will coach them and figure something out for them, and eventually they'll start winning some games. Yeah, I mean. The Reds, they really only had a couple of people. They had Nick Castellanos, they had Trevor Bauer, and then they had Dietrich and Amir Garrett. Amir Garrett was a hothead. He got into fights with the Pirates. He got traded. Nick Castellanos went to the Phillies. Derek Dietrich went to the went to the Yankees. And then Trevor Bauer went to the Dodgers. So they realistically just lost all their good players they have no pitching staff they realistically don't have any offense anymore Castellanos and Dietrich were kind of carrying them throughout last year and the year before so I really don't think that they're going to be able to do that good but at the same time I want them to do good because if if they're if they keep going at the rate of three wins and 22 losses or whatever their record is then they will indefinitely have the worst record in baseball which you know, it could be seen as that's a cool thing or it could be seen as this is the worst possible thing that could have happened. That's all for today's episode of PitchCast. We hope the rest of the season will be as fun as the first month and we hope for so many great moments. Thanks again and we will see you next time.